Hello, everybody. Welcome to the second instalment of our The Gathering Network podcast. And today, you're with me, Adam, and I've got my faves person ever, Charlotte. <laughs> hey, I wondered who you were going to say there. <laughs> yeah, definitely me, Charlotte. <laughs> definitely you. 100% you. Yeah, so um, we're going to jump right in. So today we thought, seeing as though we're in July, it's a summer month, um, rhythms change, things slow down slightly for people. Um, maybe something to that is quite pertinent and probably great for us to look at is rest, the mm. concept of rest. And in particular, one passage that we're going to read out shortly is finding rest in Jesus, right? Um, and that, that rest that comes because of the circumstances we find our in ourselves in and and within our current reality you know that I think it's really important just to set up this chat it's a challenge that we have particularly in the western context that we're in because I think the rest offered by Jesus is not something that demands that we escape reality to experience that we have to Mm -hmm. run away to get but it it should be something that we get to live into and is our reality is his followers as believers as his kids you know so it kind of demands begs the question how do we live into this rest mm-hmm. offered by Jesus right um and I think looking at the just the way the world works especially the western world like the philosophy that I see around us is work really hard you know everything's about work your identity is in work mm-hmm. every spare minute you have is for work make money Build wealth, build your career, but also whilst pe- perpetuating high levels of anxiety, depression, loneliness, uh, worry, definitely not restfulness, right? Mm-hmm. It feels almost like the the flow of our culture is going literally in the opposite direction to what mm-hmm. Jesus is offering us here. So how do we, I suppose we're going to have a conversation about this, right, Shara? It's like, how do we align ourselves with this Jesus rest, we could call it? whilst continuing to exist in the world that God Mm. has called us to reach. Um, And I'm excited about this chat because Charlotte is, for me, I can brag on you, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) You're a great example of someone who's very peaceful and centred and you you are, you're someone who lives out this rest. So it's fun to have this chat with you. Um, And I think it's a game changer for us because how are we supposed to bring the, the love and minister to to the people that we feel called to around us if we're continually trying to escape mm. ourselves just to get our heads above the water and just to gasp a breath sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what it feels like. So, yes, Charlotte, good to have you here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, let's let's kick on. Should we get stuck in? Do you want to read the, the passage out? Yeah. So this is Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, 29 and 30. So we're going to read it out in three different versions. So um, this is the Holman Christian Standard Version first. Come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. All of you, take up my yoke and learn from me, because I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for yourselves. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Nice. Okay, I'm going to read the same one from uh, the Passion Translation. It's slightly more dry, drawn out, but 
I think it's good. It's kind of Lectio-esque. Mm. Give you a chance to hear it, different versions, and just to soak in these words because they are pretty powerful. Yeah, I think beautiful. we're yeah, it's beautiful, right? Mm. But there's also a danger of being becoming like almost apathetic to them because we've heard them mm. so many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's nice. Well, yeah, but what's it actually it's mean? like embroidered in a throw cushion? Yeah, <laughs> do you know <laughs> one of those banners, felt banners, felt banner on the side Love of the. <laughs> Anyway, okay, this is the passion. So, are you weary carrying a heavy burden? Come to me. I will refresh your life, for I am your oasis. Simply join your life with mine. Learn my ways, and you'll discover that I'm gentle, humble, and easy to please. You will find refreshment and rest in me. For all that I require of you will be pleasant and easy to bear. Mm. It's really different. That's lovely. I mean, the same but different. So this is from the translation I'm reading at the moment called The Voice. <clears throat> Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Put my yoke upon your shoulders. It might appear heavy at first, but it is perfectly fitted to your curves. Learn from me, for I am gentle and humble of heart. When you are yoked to me, your weary soul will find rest, for my yoke is easy. And my burden is light. It's good. Mm. What's standing out to you, Charlotte? I think I like the idea of, in this version, like rest is sometimes something really difficult to do. It sounds so awesome. And like, of course we want to rest and, you know, we want to, to be in that and it says it might appear heavy at first but it is perfectly fitted and I think the idea that it might take some practice to get like good at rest or to get into practices of like sabbath or laying down burdens that it isn't just something that's going to come to us naturally I think is quite freeing um we're often so like we're go 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 all the time and then it's like but you must rest well and you mm. must get this much sleep and you must take and it all becomes this like big exercise and should yeah. rather than like actually what is restful mm. and being okay with like it taking a bit of time to get to that place of actual genuine rest and that being biblical and okay yeah i find that really releasing it's good yeah like i think you've nailed it on the head like rest isn't a task yeah it's not a we Yay. have to fight hard for rest like oh i'm gonna rest so hard today or <laughs> oh i feel so crap because i've not rested for ages and, um it's almost like rest is is uh something that we have to earn mm. right yeah something that we have to fight for and something that we have to deserve ourselves yeah i think and i think jesus is saying something like quite the opposite here isn't he yeah because I've, I've just it's standing out to me again just reading it Come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened. I think that it's really interesting here that Jesus normally says, if you read all the Gospels and stuff, what's he normally say? Follow me. Mm. Come follow me and like do what I do. But I think maybe this is like one of the few times where he's actually just like, come to me. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking of maybe one other time is, you know, like James 5, uh, draw close to God mm. and he'll draw close to you. There's no prerequisites there. There's like, come to Jesus. Yeah. Come to him. And also, I think there's a mindset shift for us here. Is like, the next bit is like, come to me, 
all of you that are weary and burdened, who are burnt out, who are stressed mm-hmm. out of your box, who are, you know, suffering emotionally, mentally, physically, mm-hmm. or circumstantially. You know, there's like, it kind of covers all bases. Come, all you who are, are weary and burdened. So weary is just, you know, circumstantial, mm-hmm. I think. And burdens are something hard is that you're having to carry, right? Yeah. Something hard going on in life. Maybe it's a season of grief or yeah. a season of difficulty or there's a difficult job or different, difficult relational, difficult relationships, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> right? Um, yeah, definitely. Kind of covering all these things. And the prerequisite for Jesus is you don't have to sort this stuff out, mm-hmm. right? You don't have to get your stuff in order to be able to come to him to have rest. Yeah. Actually, the qualifier to come and get rest is... If you're weary and if you're burdened, right? Mm-hmm. If you're burnt out, if you're feeling horrible, yeah, then that rest is all the more there for you. Mm-hmm. It's not that you don't deserve it. It's actually Jesus delights in giving it you all the more because you are so needing it. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. And I think it's like the 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 invitation from Jesus is simple. It's like, just come to him. Yeah. Right? Open yourself up to him. It's all he needs often. It's all he wants. Yeah. Is us just simply surrendering ourselves wholeheartedly, honestly, being just open before him. Mm. This is how I'm doing. This is what's going on. I'm just here. I have no words. I've got no game face. I've got no agenda. I've just, I'm done. And I need you, mm-hmm. Jesus. And then I actually think that like often when we do get to that place of desperation because it's a struggle for us to do that in the western context right definitely (laughs) but when we do we open ourselves up to the the amazing astounding grace and gentleness of jesus Mm -hmm. all the more yeah right the more honest and the more upfront you are with the lord the more you open a door for him to work in your life he doesn't force his hand he doesn't force himself upon us ever he's gentle Look at, he's just described himself gentle, gentle. humble yeah. or lowly or. So it's kind of an invitation to us to go to him. How mm. much do you want to come to me? That's what Jesus is saying, right? Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I think there's also an onus in us as well with all of that to actually be willing to to lay down these burdens. Like I think often yeah. we want to be fixing things or to have solutions and it isn't when we're going through hard things I don't always think our first port of call is to rest no or to take those burdens to the Lord I think we're often like okay strategy how can we fix this how can we do this and like obviously all of that is God given he gives us wisdom to deal with things like definitely we need every aspect but we also need the like the laying down like of whatever it is that is stressful. Um, and that is an invitation for something to us, for us to actually do as well, I think. Rest isn't, like, passive. It's it's often quite active. Okay. Like, there's, like, a, you know, you've got to come to him, first of all. Like, how do you do that? That's a... He, there's an invitation there, but you've actually got to do it. Yeah. And then, like he offers to take the burdens but he can't take what's not being given no as well so we've got to be willing got to have worked on that all ourselves and know what actually what am i carrying like what is it that's weighing me down 
they're hard questions like yeah. to to have to dive deep and to do the work on yourself to come and be like oh I didn't realize I was carrying this weight of responsibility for this or this or this anxiety over this or this mm. you know just grief or loss <clears throat> over failure over whatever it is I mean there's a lot that we that we carry so yeah yeah so I suppose like step one is realize that actually when you do feel like that mm. and particularly when you feel the opposite of restful so anxious or full of worry and stress like jesus especially wants you to hang with him yeah right yeah he doesn't want you to sort that stuff out and then come to him yeah like it's the opposite right so a good indicator of if jesus is wanting you to come and rest with him is if you're feeling horrible yes i think that's like a paradox <laughs> a paradigm yeah. shift isn't it if you feel horrible Jesus can't wait to hang out with you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's a great friend. He's a great friend, right? So good. Yeah. But he's closer to us than our skin. He's like, yeah. what the Bible goes on and on about how we are his body, how mm. he's our head. And we're, there's this closer than closeness, like friend is, yes, he's a friend. He understands us and he's there for us. But then he's, we're, we're kind of one with him. Mm. Like he feels what we feel. He goes through what we go through. He's there with us, like, yeah. so intimately. There's, It's almost like we can't really understand it until we get to heaven and be like, oh, okay. Yeah. But there's a real intimate kind of sharedness, that incarnational, like, Jesus is not just like, oh, I love you from far away, but he's walking through these moments with you. Mm -hmm. He is there with you. I think, you know, like, for example, with um, the road to Damascus, mm -hmm. like, Jesus doesn't say... Saul, why are you persecuting my people? Paul, mm. Saul, why are you persecuting my church? He says, Saul, why are you hurting and persecuting me? Yeah. It's that shift of like, Jesus sees you as part of who he is. Like, mm -hmm. you are so joined to him, right? It's it's just wild. But I think if we, <laughs> if we can get that into our souls and into our spirits and realizing that there's a real intimacy there with Jesus. Mm then it's a game changer so that's step one right go to him yeah. okay and like what what would be next what would you do to know we're doing steps yeah well no Goodness it's just kind me. of going this way right okay right <laughs> but step you're really, two. yeah oh gosh <laughs> do i have to think of this well you've just said um, it well, just kind of what you said before like what laying stuff down yeah yeah like how would you do that oh gosh so i mean this is per like this is me how i process things i I'm a person that takes a while to realise how I feel about things. So somebody could tell me something that's, um, you know, a bit sad or a bit shocking or bad news, whatever. It might hit me a week later. <laughs> yeah. I just, I sometimes have a slightly de like delayed reaction in how I deal with things. So like you were just saying about body not feeling great in your body, like I would feel all those things, you know, maybe like slight migraine Stuff yeah. like that, you know, indications from your body that you're stressed, not sleeping well, all the kind of usual things. Um, and then I'd be like, oh, why Why do I not feel great? Why is this? Why am I feeling anxious? Why have I got like spiralling thoughts? You know, all these kinds of things. And I think for me at that point, I often go for a big walk, go for a run, 
just have some like a real clearing of my head and in that movement of just putting one foot in front of the other I'm like oh okay I get it I see where I'm feeling not great and from that place um sometimes sometimes journaling sometimes just blasting worship music um that's kind of where I kind of realize what the burden is I think for me that's where where I go with it so yeah like realizing something's wrong process of actually discovering what that thing is by walking or just being out in nature and having a bit of headspace and then like kind of zooming back in and being like okay this is what has caused this I'm feeling these types of things and then I think then is the rest after that that's per that's how that's really good for me that 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 process would work yeah no it's i think it's really helpful to hear because we can apply it it's quite active like mm-hmm. rest doesn't mean sit down cross your legs close your eyes mm-hmm. it might do for but some sometimes people sometimes it might as well sometimes yeah, it yeah. might right but other times i think especially when we're more stressed that's the hardest place to go yeah and i like the the fact that you go out on a run or a walk or yeah it just really helps i think Maybe because we've been at home for so long, actually sitting in a chair, I find really difficult to concentrate. I'm constantly like, oh, I could put a washing on. Oh, I could do. Oh, I haven't done. Like, I just can't seem to, like, focus in the same way that I can. And I think, obviously, God has made this incredible country we live in, this world we live in. And it's inspiring to be out in that world and to be, like, showing pictures and signs and stuff when you're out in nature as well like there's a lot to be said for that yeah definitely i think there's there's also like a slight difference i think there's like what you're alluding to is like a centeredness on jesus yeah which is definitely like something we should be going for on a daily basis yeah but i think in this case when you're weary and burdened Mm -hmm. you know insert whatever um adjective you want to put in there you know stressed anxious depressed um at the end of yourself angry like, that's me. I'd be angry. Um, that's the way my stress comes out. It's like, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, it's. I think it's like, how do you how do you go and be with Jesus in those moments? Mm. So it's not like the centering, I always feel like, is a fruit of the rest. Yeah, isn't yeah. It? So, like, don't go all the way to there when you're feeling really stressed and anxious. Don't just, like, just give yourself a break and just do something that is more naturally like life-giving for you for charlotte it's running for me it could actually be right now it's art mm-hmm. just painting it's something that kind of like takes over your space that like it's engaging enough that there's no distractions yeah there's no like oh i could do the washing or i could do this bit of mm-hmm. diy or i need to answer this email or there's this work thing or blah 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 yeah. you know uh, it's something that but also gives you that kind of mind space what yeah. do I call it? Mind sabbatical. Mind sabbatical. <laughs> That's like it's my getting... new term. A mind sabbatical <laughs> is like when stuff's getting too much, just go and like give your mind a break mm. somehow and just give give over whatever it is. And also just like you're just resting with God. There's no there's no toil in that rest. You don't have to fight to give these burdens over because mm-hmm. actually like the there's a promise in this passage. Like come to me. And I will give you rest. Mm-hmm. 
there's a promise right there from the lips of Jesus, the mouth of Jesus, right? Yeah. I will give you rest. Jesus does not say these things half-heartedly. Yeah. Right? He's all in. He keeps his promises. Mm. His rest here is a gift. That's implicit, right? Mm. I will give you rest. You don't have to earn this rest. You don't have to fight for this. You just need to come to me. I think that's it. We overcomplicate it, don't mm-hmm. we? But this in effect is really simple. If you're feeling a burden mm-hmm. or if you're feeling weary, go to Jesus. Yeah. Just go to him. Let him figure it out. Yeah. He the rest comes from him. Yeah. You know, it's such a, a, a shift for us. Uh, yeah, it's really difficult because even when you're saying that, I'm like, I'm doing this step in order to be able to rest. I mean, maybe that's no bad thing, but also like being okay with just like being like, oh, I don't have to figure out why I can just be like, I don't feel great. I'll yeah. go and rest. Yeah. You know, rather than like being like, oh, I need to figure it all out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, you don't need to go with your, yeah. your ducks in order. And... Uh-huh. You're like, this is why I feel rubbish. Yes. Can I have some rest now? Yeah. You can just be like, can Ba-ding. I have it's some not, rest? Yeah, it's not transactional. <laughs> yeah, is exactly. It? Like grace isn't transactional. Yeah. So why would rest be transactional? Like yeah. rest is a fruit of of Jesus's love for us. Yeah. Right? Go to him and you'll get rest. There's no like go to him and do this, this and this and he might give you rest. Yeah. If you work really hard and you're really great and holy. Really and... know and really know what you're doing. It's like, what is going on with your head? Yeah, it, yeah. that's not true. I mean, because if you put it in a different context, like say there's, you know, a child, a refugee child who's been displaced, who's lost their parents and they're taken out of a war-torn country, would you expect them to have all their stuff together and be like, okay, God, I need rest, blah, blah, blah. No way. Yeah. Jesus will more than meet them and give them everything and more that they need. Yeah. There's no prerequisites there. Yeah. So it, the same must apply for us. We're all mm-hmm. humans. The same, we need to apply that same level of grace, yeah. that same level of audacious love to ourselves. Yeah, I think definitely. And it's not being um, selfish. It's not. It's not taking away the love from someone else. Right. It's just actually leaning on the limitlessness of God. Yeah, I think, and just making much of His character mm-hmm. and who He says He is. Yeah. And the promises that he gives us, right? Definitely. Yeah, good good thoughts. Anything else standing out to you? In the passage? Yeah, or from anything. Yeah, I mean, I don't know who will be listening to this. People are in very different life stages where rest for one person will look very different to rest from another person as well. You know, yeah. if you have a tiny baby... And if you're retired, people doing rest will, is going to look vastly, vastly different. Yeah. And it's another thing where instead of looking to the side, you just look up. Like you're not comparing rest with other people. Like, oh, they, you know. Yeah. I wish I could do that. Like the reality is you might not have the same amount of time, amount of hours in the day to to rest or like whatever yeah. that looks like, even go out for a walk by yourself. Um, but knowing that what little time that you can maybe ask for with the help of family or whatever, will God will really use that and it will be a blessing. Yeah. And it isn't, like you were saying before, it isn't like a, a numbing 
like in our culture yeah. like what we see all the time is either numbing rest mm-hmm. or side hustle rest yeah this is what i see a lot like so fake rest we're such a like our culture that wants to like succeed at everything like even netflix for like yeah. <laughs> we want to binge the whole thing and to have like done that set and you know whilst netflix can really you need that sometimes you, you just need to yeah. sit down and Nothing watch with that. the office or whatever it is <laughs> and that is really really brilliant and great and only you know in your heart when that is becoming numbing and kind of taking over yes compared to like actual rest where you're like i'm gonna have some downtime and then i'm gonna actually go to bed early you know you know it's little shifts like that yeah or what i've also seen a lot of is like oh you're good at this thing that you do for rest have you thought of putting that on etsy yeah (laughs) you know have you thought of making a small business because you can't just enjoy something you can't enjoy for example painting like adam or baking or whatever it is you have to be useful in that the performance you have to element be like to making money or yeah. like you know girl boss literally my my worst phrase ever what is it she <laughs> oh my <laughs> word i can't i can't cope um but that just expectation from society that you can't just do something for the love of it or also not be very good like just going you know you see that even with like Strava and and things like that it's like you're trying to get better and better and better and it's like yeah sure like push yourself use your body well but at what point does that become the idol the thing yeah when it used to be the rest and yeah it's personal I don't know it's really good yeah I was <laughs> even thinking you know like your example's good like a, a new mum or new family with a, a little baby or a mad toddler like your rest or this this form of like receiving rest from Jesus could be putting on Bing on the TV and getting five minutes of peace. Exactly. <laughs> and sitting there in the living room and then encountering Jesus in that yeah. moment. Like yeah. that's legit, right? Yeah. There's I think the the point is there's no rules. No. We we place these limits and rules on and sanctions on our own mm. hearts. Whereas Jesus isn't like that at all. In fact, Jesus was often the rule breaker, right? He mm. loved questioning the status quo and just breaking down all those walls and barriers that humans have put up um so i think that's a challenge for us here is just to remember that he says i will give you rest yeah and also as you were talking i was thinking like inherently coming to jesus in these moments is going to feel horrible yeah it should feel horrible right i think we often think when we go to god oh i've got to feel good and Mm. i'm ready to worship ready to say thank you and all Mm -hmm. that and I think actually what God wants us and what Jesus wants us to do just here is just be like, God, I feel pretty awful right now. Yeah. I don't know if I can say thank you. Mm-hmm. Don't know if I can praise you for anything. Don't even know if I can say any words to you, to be honest. I just yeah. I just want to come to you right now and yep. just not even have to do anything. Yeah. And Jesus actually invites us to do that here, mm-hmm. I think. Because he, all he says is come to me. It's so simple. I've not like it's just it's standing out to me like never before having read it a billion times <laughs> but all he's saying is come to me yeah and then it's almost ironic he's like all of you take up my yoke and learn from me because i am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for yourselves mm-hmm. for my yoke is easy and my burden is light the irony is that he's he's calling it a yoke 
yeah. you know the yoke is the big heavy thing that you put on the ox to drag through the soil and mm-hmm. um jesus is almost likening it to i don't know <laughs> it's almost like his yoke is if you see someone gasping for air and he gives you some oxygen there's mm-hmm. his yoke you know it's like yeah. literally life-giving it's, yeah. it's the opposite to what you'd expect a yoke to be mm. it's life itself um which is so cool do you know one thing that is really jumping out to me in this passage is the way jesus describes his heart mm. i think it's really convicting for me because you know i'm i'm more of the prophetic type i love the <laughs> the big um kind of Jesus, revelation on a white horse, fiery eyes, mm. big sword in his hand, tongue, sword come out of his mouth as well. And, <laughs> um, you know, epic kind of end of day savior type. But here's Jesus himself, mm. the man himself, describing his own heart. And he yeah. doesn't say I'm almighty and holy or powerful. And I'm not, he obviously is all of yeah. these things. He's king of kings, lord of lords. Everything is under his feet, the beginning and the end. You know, it's all of these things, but the way he chooses to describe his heart is gentle and lowly. Mm. It's gentle and humble. Is, you know, like slow to anger, mm. full of compassion, endless kindness. Yeah. Patience. Yeah. Man, do we need to hear that, right? So much. Especially when we're struggling. Especially yeah. when we're fighting for tough circumstances and mm-hmm. hard times. Or when we're just not feeling great or feeling ourselves. It's to remember that Jesus doesn't come at us. He just extends an embrace to us. He opens mm-hmm. his arms to us, right? That gentle and lowly. And these aren't just characteristics of Jesus that he displays. Yeah, They're actually at the very heart of who he is because he Mm. says my heart is gentle and my heart is lowly Mm. and we know that he's you know the heart in biblical terms is just the the center of who we are Mm -hmm. is that middle triune focus of us made in the image of god you know the where the flesh meets the soul meets the spirit that very center of what defines us Mm -hmm. what wakes us up in the morning what gets us going yeah. what inspires us what motivates us jesus is saying here his gentleness and compassion and his hum- humility that's what inspires him he loves mm. meeting people in brokenness he loves going to the people that need him the most yeah i think that's just it's, it's a game changer mm. it's almost too much to understand right yeah I don't know, what do you think yeah yeah i totally agree and I think just the kind of season I've been through recently, I feel that like father's care and that father's love, Mm. that side of Jesus has really been like opened up to me this past year, like maybe, yeah, like pretty much a year actually um, of that humility and humbleness and love. And yeah, I can really feel that in the rest, like, you know, that warm embrace that, God coming alongside you as well as being this mighty warrior when he, you know, when we need that and being still the king of kings and still all these things, but at the same time being this gentle, loving father, it's really beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And I think just because of the way our culture works, we do need to press into that gentleness because we beat ourselves up. It's a performance oriented Mm. culture, do you know? It says you either you win or you fail. 
and yeah. often what that means is everyone fails. It's kind of a lose-lose culture. Yeah. It's brutal, it isn't is it? It's brutal. And it's just, I feel like as believers, one of our, um, one of my convictions and encouragements to you, to you guys, exhortation, there we go, that's a word, nice. <laughs> is to get past <laughs> the survival paradigm as mm. believers. So the survival is like we just get through day by day. Yeah. And our, our prayers and moments with God are marked by guilt and condemnation. Mm-hmm. So your word most often spoken to the Lord is sorry. Yeah. And I'm not saying that repentance isn't a good thing to do. Mm. Of course it is. Yeah. But I think we need to, to free ourselves from partnering with guilt and free ourselves from partnering with the condemnation that the, I think are the enemy's greatest tools alongside fear in our context, mm. in our city. There is greatest tools, especially against believers. I think more than fear actually is, is guilt and condemnation. Yeah. They steal people away from Jesus' presence mm-hmm. and they, 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 they put up man-made walls between us and God, you yeah. know, and therefore we limit ourselves to the amount of rest mm-hmm. that we can experience from Jesus too because we feel guilty. Yeah. And when we feel guilty, we turn away and we hide. I mean, look at the Garden of Eden. The first um, response of Adam and Eve was guilt. Yeah. And they hid, right? Yeah. They hid and ran away from God. Yeah. And God's like, where are you? And I think it's the same now. He's just like, where are you? Yeah. Like, where are you? Come to me. Mm-hmm. All you who are weary and guilty and burdened and condemned yeah. and feel this horrible, whatever it is you're feeling, you know. Yeah. Where are you? Come to me. I don't, like, just come to me. Yeah. Don't let any of that stop you. In fact, let that motivate you to come to me. Mm. It's breaking that shift, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, is there any like books you've been reading alongside? Like anything that stood out to you? <laughs> Put you on uh, the spot. Oh gosh. <laughs> I don't know. I'll come back to any books that I can think of in a minute. But okay. just to speak a, a little bit more into that, like yeah, I think busy is our culture's like busy is a great word how are you i'm so busy oh good for you that's absolutely brilliant and (laughs) we hate you know if we said to someone oh actually like just lay on my floor for five minutes and listen to some worship music and you know centered myself or you know i had an actual day day off where i didn't go to the shops or do you know like i really took some time off or i managed to get a long lie because i you know (laughs) This or that, yeah. Some the stars aligned. We managed <laughs> it, and it was incredible. Um, we often don't celebrate stuff like that. We celebrate the busy, and like Adam was just talking about the Garden of Eden. Like we know that work on this earth is hard. Yeah. Like we need to work hard. Like we're not under any illusions that you can just be like, not take a really brilliant work ethic of like doing your best because that's worshipful. Like, of course, that is really, really important. But how on earth do you take that into work if you aren't resting, if you aren't managing to have that time where your burden is taken off your back and it's easy and it's light? I think creating a culture where we celebrate Sabbath or rest or solitude or time with the lord and there are things we boast about that would be like a game changer yeah we're not celebrating you know performance getting three hours sleep a night yeah 
because we're working so hard or whatever it is. And I know that that's maybe seasonal, like I mm. can't blanket say that for, but that we do celebrate the times where we do find that, that time of rest or where we ask for help with whatever it is so we can just have a moment. Yeah. Like being, creating a culture where that is okay, I think that would be transformative. Yeah. And also like asking for help, right? Yay. Like we're a body, we're we're yeah. a family together. Like we're meant to help each other, 100%. Yeah. I hate the kind of, the hyper individualist that I need to do this and figure this out for myself and mm -hmm. I'm not going to ask for anyone. I mean, it kind of is counter biblical in a way because yeah. we're described as one body, many different parts all working together to build up this to believers what for the work of the ministry right yeah. you can't be built up on your own yeah you can try as much as you want yeah man you fail i've tried that i think we've yeah. all probably tried that yeah, at different points so. just fails we're just designed inherently to exist together in, in this family that god's building mm -hmm. this ever extending growing family yeah so i think an encouragement that i heard implicit in what Shah was saying was like man ask for help yeah if you've got young kids and you need an hour's break ask for help yeah if you've got this or that going on, ask for help. Let's yeah. like lean on one another. Yeah. Because you guys know how fun it is to help people. Well, it's amazing, isn't it? If yeah. somebody trusts you enough to be like, please, can you come and do this? You'd be like, yes, yeah, <laughs> I absolutely can. And I would love to. And it is an honor to be asked. It always yeah. is. Yeah. We all love helping each other. We just yeah. help receiving help. Yeah, <laughs> hate receiving that's the help, hardest. Though. The hardest thing is to ask, isn't it? Yeah. Like I find that really difficult yeah. still. But there you I go. There's another stage step. It's another step. Step three. Step five. Stuff, whatever Joking. it is. <laughs> Definitely step three. Yeah, <laughs> we've got two steps. <laughs> two steps. <laughs> it's good. Well, I mean, it should be that simple, though, right? Yeah. Go to Jesus. Ask for help. Ask for help from Him and yeah. from other people as well. Yeah. I think um, yeah. because we are going against the 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 tides of the culture when we do this stuff definitely and, I, and not only that like the enemy is always going to wage war against us when we go after the rest of jesus because yeah. he knows that in that place he's defeated yes and that place is where we live out the the more than conquerors from romans 8 yeah you know that's where we get to live into these realities just in the rest of jesus mm -hmm. and the enemy doesn't want you to go there yeah so fight with people alongside one another yeah for that rest definitely um so on, on the word of books, I mean, it's a funny one, like recommending books on a podcast because <laughs> like, firstly, I do it with a pinch of salt because I think in recommending books, we're not recommending the author or their views or their political stance or their background or anything like that, right? <laughs> definitely. That's something I would not have caveated, but good job. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Just, I think it, it needs to be said because obviously no one is ever perfect. And if you're looking for the perfect author, like you've got to stick to the Bible. But then again, like, even if you're reading the Bible, you're translating it through your own biases, your own brokenness, your yeah. own perceptions, your own culture, you know? So is it really... Anyway, you, you get what I'm saying. <laughs> There's a paradox of... the Part of the paradox that we live in here is that God uses broken people to display his glory, to build up his body, oh, as I we've see said. where you're going with this. Communicate his right. wisdom. Okay. Yeah, because I want to recommend the yeah. book in a minute. But I want to also say that, like, in no way do I adhere to the the person's way yes. they do church or their views or politics or whatever else you know sure. um we're just acknowledging that despite our humanness and their humanness they have some wisdom revelation and gift yeah. insight blessing that god has given to them yeah. for other people 
I think, to build up his spiritual family, to build up his body. And actually, we read everything with a pinch of salt and we trust God yeah. and we trust loving, trusting community to yeah. help translate and apply everything that we read, right? Yeah, definitely. Okay, so having said so, that... So, <laughs> what is this book? Built it up. So, <laughs> uh, my mum bought this for my birthday and it's someone I've never heard of before. It's a guy called Dane Ortland. He's some American dude, some American preacher. Yeah. But he's got a great chat and his book... Um, Gentle and Lowly is mm-hmm. all about this kind of stuff. Um, I've enjoyed reading it so far. Mm-hmm. I, you know, stalked him a bit on Twitter and I was like, oh dear, okay. Oh, okay. White American, you know, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that's back to what I just said before. Yeah, but it's th- got some good wisdom. Yeah, yeah. And also, if your mum gives you a book, especially Nanny Sue, you've got to read it, right? Oh, 100%. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. yeah, Dane Ortland says this, right? It's good. Only as we walk ever deeper into this tender kindness of Jesus can we truly live out what it means to be a Jesus follower Mm. that he and the New Testament calls us to. So I think it's really leaning into the kindness of Jesus, right? Mm -hmm. And letting go of other things. Yeah. It's amazing. It's good. It's got a good chat. Cage. Yeah. Do you know what? Another tool. (laughs) Just before we go. Yeah. Because I know we're nearly at the end of our time, but... um, what what would you say is like step one for someone listening to this right how now? How to find rest? Yeah, or what what what, what to how do in like everything? To go to the Lord with to get rest. Yeah, like what 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 would you do? Oh gosh, um, I love putting you on the spot. I know you're asking me really <laughs> difficult questions. Um, well, like like the Bible says, go to the Lord, however that looks for you. Like, if that is going for a walk, if that is listening to a sermon, having some time to journal, um, doing something that feels worshipful, yeah, and just, you know, take some time to be honest as well mm-hmm. and receive the rest. I think, like, like you said a minute ago, like, We can often be saying sorry, sorry for all the maybe missed opportunities of the week or... Or sin. Or, yeah, whatever that can... You can just get in a chokehold of all of that and it can just never happen because you're like, oh, well, I can't do it now and maybe tomorrow will be better and then it isn't and you Mm. just get into this horrible, vicious cycle and the invitation is just to come. And I think if that is something that you can do and then it becomes a practice it will get easier just that first invitation is just to receive it and to know that you're worthy to receive that as well yeah you don't have to have ticked all the boxes that you've built up in your head you can just go as you were it's good it's good char i like it um yeah i was thinking just to finish up as well um there's an invitation into as Jesus reveals his heart, which is gentle and humble, mm. to be able to diagnose where our hearts are as mm-hmm. well. Um, and this is one thing I've been thinking of recently is you can kind of self-diagnose yourself. So first thing in the morning or last thing at night, whenever you're still and quiet, what is the response of your heart to the Lord? Yeah. Maybe morning, first thing. So let's, I mean, it's very crude, and obviously it's never as black and white as this and it shifts each day. But let's say, for example, there's no response mm-hmm. in the morning to the Lord. 
then maybe that's pointing towards just a disconnect yeah. and maybe a bit of apathy uh-huh. or or just total, total tiredness and yeah, burnt outness burnt out. to yeah. the point where you're numb. And I think that response there is go to Jesus. Yeah. Right. Don't don't be don't pre condemn yourself. Go to Jesus. Receive yeah. his rest. Receive yeah. just time with him. Yeah. Just his presence. Or maybe in the morning, the first thing you say is, I'm sorry, like you said, mm. which shows that you're fighting condemnation and guilt mm-hmm. and maybe just in some cycles of sin because of the that that is what condemnation and guilt perpetuates is sin. Yeah. That's what it draws us down into. It's almost like spiritual self-harm. Yeah. So I think and that's the survival kind of paradigm that we want to get past. We want to live out the John 10, 10 life and life and all of its fullness. Yeah, definitely. You know, so if that's the case, it's again same answer. Go to Jesus. Yeah. Go to Jesus. Go come to me. He says. Yeah. And then it maybe you get up and you're like, oh, I can't do today. Help me. Mm-hmm. So there's a desperation there. I think that's a beautiful place to start. Yeah. Like God loves desperate people. Yeah. Jesus loves helping you there. Again, go to Him. Mm-hmm. It's all the same. And then I think if you wake up and your first response becomes thank you. Mm. then praise the lord yep you know you're responding to to god's heart of love and kindness mm-hmm. keep going to him yep and if you're in those sweet times where there is more peace where rest comes easier yeah and just run with it oh yeah run with it and share it with Bless others, others. <laughs> yeah, yeah share it with others too yeah <laughs> yeah and just like super pastorally if you are feeling burnt out and just exhausted and it's too much like ask for help you know we've got some great resources here in the gathering we can point to people we can pray like just don't don't go alone yeah yes shepherd charlotte (laughs) also well thank you for joining us charlotte thanks it's been a blast (laughs) i'll have a think of a book yeah i've not quite thought of one do you have show notes do you do show notes show notes put them in the show notes okay we'll put them in the show notes (laughs) Sounds good. (laughs) If I think of one. (laughs) And yeah, thank you for listening. uh, And we bless you with easy rest Mm. from Jesus. That's what he says. Yep. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. And his rest is for you. So yeah, we bless you with that in Jesus' name. Yeah. Okay. Catch you all soon. Bye. Bye.